Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, it's Colson from the Sofa Cinema Club. Currently, the three of us are on our summer holidays, but we're still making episodes for you guys to listen to. This is our mini summer blockbuster series. Hope you enjoy today's episode. And if you do, make sure you are subscribed to us wherever you're listening to this podcast so that you can get more Sofa Cinema Club action throughout the summer. Hello and welcome to Sofa Cinema Club, the summer blockbuster series. I'm Colton Smith, and as always, this summer, I'm joined by... Jack P. Shepard. Ben Bumblebee. The Sofa Cinema Club is our podcast where we get together to educate each other on films. Now it is all about the films we should have seen, but we haven't. Each week through summer, we are sitting down together and we are watching a summer blockbuster. Then we're getting into the studio and we're talking about what we loved, hated and rated about it. Now, the beauty of our film club is that anyone can join in. All you have to do is watch along with the film at home and then join us every Thursday to find out what we thought of the film. Our fifth summer blockbuster of the series is the classic, the absolute banger, the showstopper, the best summer blockbuster known to man, Transformers. Yeah. But before we get into talking all things Transformers, as always... How is your summer going so far, boys? I was on holiday for a little bit. Where were you? I can't. I couldn't work out where it was. In a field. I'm trying to work out where I was. So it was... It was a field. What's it near? It's near... Is it Ingleton? Yeah, North Yorkshire. I thought it was Yorkshire. But everyone kept telling me it was Lancashire. Anyway. You're on the cusp. You're I in went, the day. We're about an hour away from me. Okay, fine. Right. So you're talking past Burnley, Burnley Skipton, between that patch. You're in Skipton. You've gone on holiday to Skipton. Yeah, that's where I went. Hot tub? Hot tub. Fire outside? Fire outside. There's pools. Was it a shared pool? It was a shared pool, yeah. But a heated pool outside. That's all right. Yeah. Take any pool outside, I think. Yeah, any pool. I text you saying it looks really nice. Yeah, it was good. It was good. The caves, I went in some underground caves. I saw a video that you put on Instagram where your girlfriend told you to grow up. What was that about? I didn't see that. You weren't allowed to film in the caves, and I thought, fuck this, I'm doing it. Why, in case someone sees something? I don't know. They were saying you couldn't take pictures because of the flash. 
because the flash could damage is it stalag- stalactites? You know the things that hang down from a cave. I can't remember. I can never remember that. Stalactites hold on tight. Stalactites. Yeah, I yeah. yeah. Stalactites are the ones that dangle yeah. from the ceiling. Stalactites are the ones that shoot up. So what? They're saying it's like the pharaoh. The yeah. Sphinx. As in, well, they grow a centimeter every fifty years. Yeah. What? And a flash is going to could potentially damage it. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's how delicate they are. So they said, don't take any pictures with flash. You can take pictures, go for your life, just Ah, make sure it's not not with flash flash. on. So you put your flash on? No, I didn't. I just, I just had it off. But Hanny shit herself. But you did a selfie video. I did a video, but yeah, with the flash off, nothing was on. Couldn't. Yeah. And Hanny shut herself and she went, Oh no, it's the stalactites. Imagine if they'd all fallen <laughs> down behind you like it was Indiana Jones. Yeah. <laughs> ben, 350 million, million years, years of growing. And then it's just a bare cave. Corey star, Jack Shepard. <laughs> Corey star, ruin, ruins cave. cave. <laughs> and Nightmare. <laughs> do, do, do you like that? that can be yeah. you save yourselves. Yeah. Was it good though? You have a good time. Yeah, it was good. It was good. But I have one story, yeah. and it's actually, funnily enough, it's a bit of a connection with uh, this week's film. Ooh. It's an animal encounter. It's Transformer in with a bumblebee. With a bumblebee. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I woke up uh, one morning, came downstairs, making coffees, making teas. And um, I went to the put tea bag in the bin, and I noticed there's a bumblebee on the floor, and he's not moving. And I went, "Oh, uh, he's just sat there. He's moving a little bit, but he's not getting up." And if you, I, I kind of like touched him a little, and he didn't really move. So I thought, mm, "Something's happening here." So I shout the missus, obviously. I go, "Honey." Bumblebee's not moving here, so she comes down. She's like, "Oh!" And I went, "We need to like try and revive him." So I went to the fridge, and I remembered if you ever see sugar and water, well, honey, Just give him a bit of honey. So I squirted some honey on the floor, and he sort of like saw it. Isn't that like giving a pig a sausage? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't think it is. I don't think Eat it is. yourself. <laughs> I don't think it is. <laughs> I don't think honey is squash bee. <laughs> so what did he do? Did he did he look at you and think, that's a bit cruel, you put a load of honey just outside my reach? Yeah, yeah, so I squirted it on the floor and he, he, was, he was sort of having a go. But then he, he kind of got stuck in it, like sort of like liquid magma type thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's like, ugh. And I thought, oh, fuck's sake. So we got this spoon. We put a bit of honey on the spoon and we sort of like scooped him up and blessed the little fuck. <laughs> he fucking clung onto the spoon for dear life. And he's proper like going to town on this honey. Like he's having a go. And I went, right. He seems to, he seems to have like got his full. So we took him outside and we put him on this like lavender plant. And then there were his mates. His little mates came over. And they were like rubbing his back. Barry, Barry, you're back. You're <laughs> yeah. back. What did he do? Well, I pretended to be yeah. ill and I gave me honey. Right. He made me eat myself. So you were on the. <laughs> I've just ate Terry. I've just ate Terry, lads. <laughs> I knew it. I had to. I knew that taste anywhere. <laughs> so he were on this lavender plant. And then, sure as shit, after about 40 seconds, he's fucking up. Gets up and stings you. He's flying. <laughs> he's all over the place. Yeah. He was like 
it's like Popeye. You know when you get spinach? Yeah. You saved him. Or DiCaprio in Wolf of Wall Street. You saved him. Was it cold a bit? Because they get a bit drowsy in the cold, don't they? I don't know. He was in the pantry, so yeah, he might have been. Got stuck inside, Ben. Or yeah. he'd just eaten so much and he was just full and he just couldn't fly. Yeah. Because they can't work out how they fly, do they? No. They're too heavy. Their, their bodies are too heavy for their wings. So you saved his life? I did. We saved a bee. Yeah, we saved. So that's our animal encounter. Well done. The other thing we have done is we have watched Transformers, haven't we, boys? Yeah. <sighs> long. I felt like I saw the history of computers. It was that long. So, seeing as it is the summer holidays and we've taken our foot off the gas, as we're, we're on the Lilo, aren't we? We're by the pool, we're chilling out, we're yeah. not doing synopsises. This week, we have a synopsis from Movies in Minutes from YouTube, who have a whopping 92,000 subscribers. So, boys... I'm expecting big things. The planet Cybertron was consumed by a civil war between the two Transformer factions, the Autobots led by Optimus Prime and the Decepticons led by Megatron for the AllSpark, a cube-like object that is the source of all Cybertronian life. The Autobots want to find the AllSpark so they can use it to rebuild Cybertron and end the war, while the Decepticons want to use it to defeat the Autobots and conquer the universe. A lot of big words in that. Is he a robot? Or is he an actual person? Who? That guy who just did that synopsis. It was a mixture, wasn't it? It was like a Transformer giving... Yeah. Yeah, if it was AI, it was good. Oh, Because it sounded like a person to start with. Yeah, funny, wasn't yeah. it? Have you seen all the AI where they're, like, making Johnny Cash sing One Direction and stuff yeah, like that? And yeah, it sounds... It's very it's good. mental, isn't it? It's good. There was too many big words for me in that. Yeah, it didn't... I just don't... I don't think it... I mean, part of a synopsis is meant to fill you with wanting to watch it. And that did If that was a clever synopsis to make it sound like a robot, then I kind of got it. But if it... If he wasn't trying to do that... So he's given the... I mean, the story's thin, isn't it? The story's it's not. thin. You can't argue the story's thin. Young boy buys a first car, turns out to be a robot who's sent to Earth to save the day yeah robots in disguise do you know what this film is by the way it's a cartoon well we watched the it, first from a blockbuster we watched was independence day this is independence day with transformers yeah 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 but there's loads of movies like that aren't there do you know what it is these type of films i don't think really work aliens v predator it's the same type of thing it was shit uh, Superman versus Batman. That was shit. This is Transformers v Transformers on planet Earth. It's the same thing. Mm. It was a bit confusing as to who were goodies and who were baddies at one point. And, and also, humans just can't survive. Well, they didn't. That's why the Transformers sorted out. That's why Optimus Prime went badass. I know, but like, when they're trying to battle a Transformer, mm. they always get into trouble because the Transformers are too powerful and then they have to find a way they can defeat everything not cold I liked it me I'm sure you did I'm sure you loved it how old were you when you first saw this 19 well it's 20 2007 wasn't it yeah so I will have been nine which is the perfect oh, age perfect I went to cinema to see this did you came out. did you yeah. I thought Shia LaBeouf was very good yeah he, he went amazing. for it he went for it he went but for it they're both great Megan Fox uh, is great 
Megan Fox isn't, wasn't great. To be fair, I think a lot of her lines were a bit pony. They were a bit cheese, a bit shit. Not well written. No, I don't think a, so. A bit, a bit, the characterisation was a was bit thin. thin. Yeah. They gave him a lot and they didn't give her much. Yeah. Her character was just pretty girl. That's they it. They both did pretty well considering you're not watching any of it. I mean, someone's obviously come up to them and gone, yeah, this is the bit where a truck fights a car and then they turn into an aeroplane. Yeah. I mean, what would you do? Aside from them two, the other biggest member of the cast was Bumblebee, who's not a real thing. Yeah. So actually, they've just been acting probably with themselves and tennis balls. Yeah, for like nine months. I really liked it. It's relentless, isn't it? You can't relate. You can't relate to it. You can, because they're in America. They're robots machines that are coming down from another planet. They are turning into cars that are mass-produced on our planet and vehicles, and they're also talking with perfect English. Yeah, because they've learned to do that over time. It's not relatable in any way. Well, it's not meant to be. You can relate. You cannot fucking tell me that ET is relatable if you're saying that that's more relatable. relatable. It's It's not, Jack. If you're saying that, if you're saying aliens and robots aren't relatable in any sense, they just aren't relatable. There's a lot of things in this film that loses all sort of believability. You can't believe any of it. I thought it would have been better if they put to the because it was obviously the initial cartoon was Transformers. Robots in disguise. That's why they were cars. So they're disguised so you couldn't spot them. Mm. They didn't really make enough of that, did they? I didn't really, you know, like suddenly hiding in a car park or something. But then it was also at one point, one of like the baddie is also a phone and a CD player and all that kind of stuff. I like the small baddie. He was very good. Yeah, I didn't like him, little shitbag. Yeah. He got on Air Force One all right, didn't he? As a, what was it, a boombox? Yeah, it was a bit weird that, because I felt like there was a lot of times in this movie where <laughs> you thought, God, this would be a short film if he does this. Like, And they have to try and get stopped, don't they? I tell you who's had an unbelievable career, by the way. John Voight. He's in everything, isn't he? He's good. But, I mean, why's the fucking Secretary of Defence got a shotgun and he's blasting them? I mean, he, he must have been, what, 70? A million years old. <laughs> and, he's there, and he's there in his fucking suit. Yeah. With his shoes. Shooting. Don't worry, I'll cover you. And you're like, you haven't got a chance, mate. <laughs> no, he's what blown. The trouble is they went very big at the top, didn't they? One Transformer, who wasn't even the big one, blew the shit out of the whole army. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> and then the rest of the time they were backpedalling because they were like, ooh, we've done it. I mean, Michael Bay doesn't let you get breath, does he? Every three seconds. Yeah, cut, 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 and everything gets blown up. Spielberg's the exec. Did you see that? Spielberg oh, is he? was the exec producer on this film and they asked Spielberg, they said, right, how do we make an alien-type robot film? And he went, don't do many cuts, Keep the scenes as real as possible and use as little CGI as you can. No. No, Stephen. Get fucked. I'm Michael Bay. (laughs) What else has Michael Bay done? (laughs) Armageddon, Pearl Harbor. He's done every Transformer. He's just done the new Transformer. Uh, The Rock. Ninja Turtles, Bad Boys. 
Um, yeah, he's known for those kind of films, isn't he? When I went to LA, the lad who I rented a room off, he worked, he was one of the producers of the Transformer cartoon series, like all the film franchise. He did all that. That was huge. The cartoons were huge. So the cartoons were made initially to sell the toys. Yeah. And when I was out there, they had a premiere of another film. Of a, and I think he said it was like the sixth that he'd worked on. So there's obviously a lot of, like, they. I think they, they did well out of the Transformers. Well, it's just, a, it's reinvented because everyone gets the toys when they're a kid. Well, I didn't know, but you know what I mean? So they just keep going and going. And so you're getting a myriad of kids each time who watch it and go, oh, I love Transformers. Who was your favourite? I like the bit, I did like the bit where they were hiding from the parents. That made me laugh. That was my worst bit. <laughs> Oh, that's the best scene. Because that one made no sense at all. Oh, no, that's the best which scene. Is, it pissed me off. It pissed me <laughs> off. Why are they playing fucking hide and seek when they're 60 foot fucking robots? Yeah, brilliant. Funny. It really isn't. It pissed me off that. <laughs> hide and seek. Hide and seek. Out. One on the roof, one behind. I think I want to shoot them. <laughs> They've ruined my garden. Who was your favourite? Um, Bumblebee for me yeah it would be Bumblebee for you I like the one who basically wanted to shoot everything ahead of weapons cannons because that seemed to me more realistic that he's just thinking what I'll just shoot everyone I mean that's the other thing as well isn't it they've got to suddenly put in they don't want to harm anyone that Optimus Prime were a bit shit he seemed to always get beat yeah the lorry yeah poor it's a poor choice of car. The lorry. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to be? A fucking... Like, why? Just be a Porsche or something fast. You big... Lorry. Fucking lorry. Fucking hell. It's like picking I think, a school coach, isn't it? Robots in disguise. you the school coach. Transit. I, I think if the Sophie Cinema Club characters were to be Transformers, Ben, you're Optimus Prime every day of the week. Yeah, but you're gonna want like Ben's right. Imagine fucking picking cars in play. <laughs> I'd be a fucking lorry. You're right. What you can mash a fucking lorry. You've got a bumblebee, Jack. You've got that car, haven't you? No. Yeah, you have. No, bumblebee's a Camaro. Oh, which is what you looked at getting, wasn't it? I did look at getting a Camaro, but they're not as nice. So what would your car be? What would you be? My car is in this film, actually. Is it? Yeah. Mine is the um, the black police car. That's oh, is it? Yeah. So you'd have that. Of course, what would you have? Tank. <laughs> <laughs> the tank's a choice, isn't it? I thought the yeah. tank was poor as well. The other lad, the baddie, was like, I'm not looking around. Yeah, he never changed to a car. Yeah, one, yeah. a massive, fuck it. And if I want to get off, I'll piss off and be a jet. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, fair enough. What was he called, the baddie? Meg- Megalodon? Megatron. 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 Shit names as well, yeah. man. Shit names. Speaking of names, we asked all of the Sofa Cinema Club audience ah. if the three of us were Transformers, what would we be called? The first one is, for Jack, is Shepherd Prime. Don't know, that's oh. very good. Shepherd Prime is like a shit shepherd's pie. Yeah. Shepherd, yeah, shepherd's it pie. Like fucking dog food don't or something, doesn't it? Yeah, though. it does. Shepherd Prime. Dog yeah. food. I give my dog shepherd a can of Shepherd, shepherd. Prime. Benetron's good. <laughs> Benetron is good. Tinkerbee is good. I like Tinkerbee. Victoria 
has Ben down as the Silver Slayer. I wonder why. I wonder why. I dye my hair. Got me down as Perry Prime. (laughs) Chicken in the And Jack is the Shadertron. Shadertron. And that's very good. Shadertron. I like that. Shadertron. That is good. Yeah, I like that. I am a Shadertron. Always wearing Ray-Bans. Even if you were a car, your transit van would have Ray-Bans on. Yeah. yeah. No headlights. No headlights. Just it's got, got shades on. Uh, Lauren's gone. Jack is Pigeon Destroyer. Yeah, from Boots, isn't it? The uh, Boots story. Coulson is the Games Master. Ben is Star Warrior. Yeah. I sound like a gladiator there. Hannah has said, what if us three actually transformed? Right, so she's saying Coulson would transform into a massive dictionary and try and outwit and confuse his challengers with alternate like vocabulary. I think it's fucking you need a dictionary after you've read that out, mate. That's our first challenge, is you reading it out? It was the first time I've read it, and I'm trying to read it out and make it sound... (laughs) Yeah, and it's, it's a dig at me about my lack of English ability, and you fucking... Butchered it, made it sound like it was Spanish. <laughs> you were reading like Optimus Prime when he lost his voice. Ben had become a ginormous Norwegian forest cat with star at the helm so that they can take on any measly felines that crosses their path. <laughs> <laughs> Jack would build himself into a giant Lego version of himself giving him the ability to immediately repair every time a pigeon or a boot staff member tries to take a piece out of him. That's good. That would actually be good. You made a Lego? Yeah, yeah. being made a Lego would be good. Ben's a cat. And I'm and a fucking Coulson? dictionary. You're a dictionary. It sounds like a mixture between Harry Potter and Transformers. It's fucking, I'm a dictionary, but it's Jack who needs one more, I reckon, mm. from what mm. we've just seen. Shall we take a quick break whilst we do some public speaking off camera and then we'll come back and we'll give our ratings? Yeah. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Back from the break, feeling more confident now with your, your, your reading and writing, Jack. Yeah, yeah. Next week, it's all you just reading out auto cues. This is why I don't read any of the the notes that come in. That's why it's always usually your job. <laughs> ben has the knack of making it out like he's not reading it, whereas you just did. Cat, dog, walk across the road. <laughs> road were wet. Car came. <laughs> <laughs> Newsreaders in disguise. Ratings. Um, do we have an audience rating on this? Yeah, we do have an audience rating on this. This week, the audience member that is coming to give us their rating is Brandon Kinsella. And here he is. Hey guys, thank you so much for having me on to do a rating. Your show is absolutely brilliant. I'm a huge fan. I've also been a huge fan of Cory since well before David pushed Gail down the stairs, so this is obviously really cool for me. Uh, as for Transformers, I think it does what it intends to do, in that it's a mindless sci-fi action film where a bunch of CGI robot cars beat the piss out of each other for two and a half hours. I think the visual effects are good for its time, and there's a few iconic scenes that people remember even to this day. For example, the Megan Fox car hood scene. I do think it's dragged down a bit by an excessively long runtime and overall cheesy and cringy acting and dialogue. So for that reason, I'm giving Transformers a 6 out of 10. Thank God I didn't have to watch any of the sequels for this because they're absolutely shit. Thanks again, guys. <laughs> Love his yeah. ending. There was a lot in that rating. I thought he was going, I thought he was going nines. Yeah. He's gone tight there. That's He's been tight, clever. by the way. He's been clever. He's been clever. He's loaded us in. He's not like a diehard Transformers fan. I think he's took it for, for what it's worth, hasn't it? Yeah. He's gone, it's amazing, it's this, it's that, it's a six. Well, I, I think he's right, and the CGI is good. CGI is very good for the time. Colson, rate it quick, because you're going high. I'm not going too high. I'm going what it deserves. Oh, dear. 8.5. Oh, you're a shithouse. You're a shithouse. 8.5 I watched this on Friday night and I thought it was mint I loved I texted you both dinner and went it's mint I was having a great night I was sat there on my own Friday night film Transformers blind shut and I, I just fucking loved it the soundtrack all the songs were good Bumblebee and the wingman I thought it was great I think you know, the things that are commenting on is it is a little bit long. There's probably too much robots fighting. But the actual kid having a, you know, kid having a car kind of as his oh, guardian. Oh, it's you. Fucking loved it's that. It's you. You've seen yourself. I want a car like that. Did you go out to your car the next day and go... was me. I think I'm having to get rid of my car. I've not got it anymore. So I don't know. I've not, not, not this car. I'm, I, I might buy a Camaro. And oh. get it yellow with black racing stripes. And then say, t- sh- it, it changes. Only for me, though. No one else can see it. So you've gone 8.5, Jack. Two. 
Oh, <laughs> two. It really is. No. Two. What ta- when did you watch it? When did you watch it? Uh, two. Two days ago. I love that. I love you've, that. You've fucked this because no, you've I just am. gone into it with wrong mind. No, I haven't. Listen, before I heard uh, what, what's his chops' his synopsis and he talked about the CGI, it was one. Oh. Shia LaBeouf gets what? one. How? I'm telling you. I'm telling How? You. Shia LaBeouf, LaBeouf, LaBeef, he gets one because he goes for it, to be fair to him. Yeah, he, he takes it on and he's believable. I do believe him. Yeah, I do. I can't believe anything else. The story's wank. Robots are crap. It's far too long. It cuts every 10 seconds. There's no story. It's just, let's just blow shit up for two hours, 30 minutes. But in fairness, the CGI is good. So I give it a point for that. So it's two points. The only bit that I'm going to push back at you on is the it's it's non-believable because then surely <laughs> any film like this is non-believable for you. So you're telling me you can. How? So you're telling How? me Independence Day. You can believe aliens with ships the size of cities coming over, but you can't believe robots. No, I can't believe that. But I I find it. For a easier. Fucking, you made us I, watch no, no, Robocop. Listen, I find it easier to believe that aliens can come down. And want to kill us, like the, well, no, that's on of, you. That's not on the film. <laughs> yeah, what well, I'm, I really struck. Basically, as I'm watching it, I'm just pissed off all the way through because I go, I can't buy into it. I can't buy into any of it. Robots are coming down and having a war on our planet. What the fuck for? Because <laughs> they fucked their planet. <laughs> they met you, had they? What are you doing here? What the fuck for? <laughs> fuck off. Okay, okay, I will. Then. <laughs> Oh, I feel like I'm in a bit of a, a bit of a sandwich now. I'm in a bit of a high sandwich, high low sandwich, aren't I? Why was it good, Ben? You need to tell me why it was good. I'll tell you why it's good if you're nine. <laughs> yeah. I think if you're nine, it's a very good film. It's probably pretty overwhelming. One, he's managed to get what's essentially one massive advert for the toy in. You say that, but my kids refuse to watch this. Kids, kids. Like, not your kids. I don't, what do you mean, kids? I've got a nine-year-old. Yeah, he said, but, he's, no but he's watched your kind of films. My son hasn't watched this, but other kids will have. You said, Jack, you went to the cinema to watch it. When did, you went yeah. to the cinema to watch it, what did you think of it then? Awful. But I remember thinking he was good. I think you've got to put away whether it's realistic or not, because it's, it's a fucking... Robot as a truck. He's picked to be a truck. It's shied straight off. He's really gone for it. I really liked him. I thought fair play. He sold that film because if he was pants, yeah, you're in a nightmare there. If I was a kid and I'd had a Transformer, I reckon I would have come out of that film and gone. Pretty mint graphics and all that kind of business. Yeah, story's a bit... Five. <laughs> it's fine. It's a five. I'm never going to watch it again. It is fine. It's fine. I mean, I do think, I do think you've also got to say that is a genre of film. So what is a good film of that genre? What is? Independence Day. Stargate. Yeah, Stargate. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stargate was good. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, fair play. Are they not, is it not a little bit more commercialised than those though? Well, this is franchise, isn't yeah. it? This is a franchise yeah. Look, film. look, it must do numbers. Oh, yeah, it does. God, it does. When I went to watch it to find out where to see it, there's a new one out at the cinema now. Yeah, there is, yeah. Like, they just don't stop. Have you seen what the new robots are? They're animals. Yeah, 
Apes. The gorilla. It's a mix of Planet of the Apes and Transformers. Oh, God, sounds shit. It's yeah, it is, yeah. But course, it's it's made it's made a lot of fucking money. So hold on, that was. Let me have a look at my. Let me get my calculator. I'm eight point five. Jack's two. Ben's five. Brandon six. What's that, Ben? Twenty one point five. Quick maths. Twenty one point five, which is our lowest rated summer blockbuster. Yes. But it should be. Yeah, transform that, eh? You bag of shit. (laughs) Are you telling me that that is better than chicken? Turn into a lorry. Yeah, it's miles better than chicken. Chicken's got a plot. Chicken run. It's got. You'd end up turning into a chicken, wouldn't you? What are you transforming from? Chicken. Chicken's trying to escape. <laughs> so next week is our final blockbuster of the Summer Blockbuster series. It's a film that everyone has definitely heard of, isn't it, Jack? Yes. It's Batman, the 1989 version, Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson. The first ever one? Uh, the first feature film, yeah. I mean, there was the 60s TV show, wasn't there? Adam West. Yeah, big film for me, this. Takes me back to Christmas, 1990. So, Batman is the final film that we're sitting down to watch this summer. Also, if you want to hear more of us talking about summer, our summers, what we love about summer, why we love the sun in summer, you can listen to our Patreon episode this month, can't you? Yes, yeah, you can. It's all about summer. We talk all things summer. It's out already. It can't just be that. It must be something else. Well, you were there. You recorded it. It was it was our July special. It was very good. It was very, good. Very, very it funny. was good. Is it better than the the episode that we did pre- was pretty much entirely on the filling that you'd have in a jacket potato? That is weird we did that. I think, I think that was a good episode. We sort of fell into that sort of... I think it was a good episode. By accident. We sort of like went off on a tangent, didn't we? And if you want to join us on these tangents, you can simply go on over to www.patreon.com forward slash sofa cinema club. You sign up for a small fee. You get an extra episode of Sofa Cinema Club every single month. You also get ad-free episodes of our main podcast. And most importantly, you get yourselves a job. These jobs are very, very high demand. They're stressful. Flying off the shelf, aren't they? But you're working in a high-pressure environment, aren't you? Yeah, always. You're working for us. You're working at the Sofa Cinema Club HQ slash movie studio slash cinema slash production house, okay? Few slashes. There's a few slashes. slashes, We've got three people this week who are coming in for a job. And the first one is something that's none of us really wanted to give this job out. It's been on the back burner for a while because we we like dealing with the fun stuff. We don't like doing all the, the legal jargon. But that is why we've got a head of law in. And our head of law is Hannah Laurie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've got one. This is a good one, actually. Do you remember, I think it was like last week, we had uh, someone who was on archery? Yes. Yeah, yeah. We did. Well, we've got someone who's making the bows now. No, I don't think think she was archery. Was it archery? But bowman, yeah. Oh, no. You Archer. wanted it to be... Yeah, but what did you give her? Head of boats. Yeah. Well, this one is making making 
bow and arrows for us. <laughs> Even though we um, don't have a head of archery. <laughs> Even though we don't have a head of archery yet, no. Uh, but we're looking for we're looking for someone. I think Ben's interviewed a few people for it, but it says no one's been right for it yet. No one's good enough yet. There's no Robin Hood's not come in yet. No. But this person's making the bow and arrows, um, using the ivory and whatnot, and um, the horse hair and stuff. So and that person is Marion Lucas. Is there a gag there? <laughs> Made Marion. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I've got, I don't know what to do. Well, <laughs> you've, you've no job. puns here, Ben. I can't. No, think there's of, no. Pun. I can give you a pun. I can give you a pun. Just go, go with anything go. with the last three letters of her name, Ben. You do it, you do it, Just go it, no, you're good at it. Just you surprise us. Head of Stingray. (laughs) Head of Stingray. Don't say Melanie McGill how do you say it? McGillivray. McGillivray. McGilvray. Head of Stingrays. I can't say head of Stingrays. That's shit. What can she be? Head of X rays. (laughs) And just put emphasis on the ray. You say it. You say it. It's funny when you say it. Because I say it like I don't believe it. But when you say it, you believe it. It's interesting. Someone had a fall this week on the lot. And (laughs) Ben's head of health and safety and all that. it, It got back to me and Jack. And we worked out that we've actually got a gap in the market. Because we had to send someone off site and it was a nightmare because Tom Baker had a fall head of bread rolls and he needed an x-ray on his rear index finger. And we had to send him off for an x-ray. But now we're bringing in head of x-ray. Yeah, index finger. Hello. Hello. What the fuck is that? He's got got a finger growing out of his arse. He's out of his rear. Why why would you say, would you not say that rear index finger? What would it be like? His left index finger. (laughs) Go on, keep going with it. I like it. Keep going, keep going. Well, anyway, he needed an x-ray on this index finger and we had to send him off site. But now we've made some shifts to the budget and we're delighted to welcome our new head of x-rays and heading up the x-ray department is Melanie McGillray. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. No one saw that come in, did they? If you want to join these three lucky people by getting jobs in our film studio slash cinema, simply join up at patreon.com forward slash Sofa Cinema Club. There is loads of Sofa Cinema Club there waiting for you, as the three of us have touched on in this episode. And if your name's not been read out yet, do not worry, because we are getting around to them. Next week, it is Batman for our last summer blockbuster of the series. Until then, we'll be by the pool, drinking pina coladas, having sun cream, and Ben, you've got... You're in the pool, aren't you, doing water aerobics soon, I think? Yeah, I'll be doing that from uh, nine till three. (laughs) (laughs) A long session. It's a long session. Bring some water. And Jack's teaching someone how to make bow and arrows, if you want to go to that in the the arts and crafts tent. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you next week for our last episode of this mini-series. (laughs) 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 